expand your mind and enrich your world. It's time for another outstanding podcast from ICRT. I'm Nancy Sun with today's episode of Easy News. The TIEX opened down 50 points this morning from Friday's close at 14,478 on turnover of 2.5 billion NT. The TIEX fell by just over 200 points Friday after joining other regional markets and followed Wall Street lower as plans by the U.S. Fed for more interest rate hikes rattled investor sentiment. Incumbent Jiayi City Mayor Huang Minghui has won re-election in delayed elections. Huang beat her main rival, Li Chunyi of the DPP, by nearly 30 percentage points. Huang declared victory just 75 minutes after the polls closed. According to the Central Election Commission, Huang finished with 63.8% of the total votes to Li's 35%. Three other independent candidates combined for the remaining 1.2% of the total votes cast in the election. The election was delayed three weeks because of the death of independent Huang Shaotong, who died of a heart attack on November 2nd. Huang's victory means the KMT keeps control of 14 of Taiwan's 22 cities and counties. The Taiwan Railways Administration says ticket reservations for the Lunar New Year holiday will begin this week. Bookings for tickets on the Eastern Trunk Line will open at midnight on Wednesday, while reservations for the Western Trunk Line will be available from midnight on Thursday. According to the rail network operator, additional services will be added to the regular schedule from January 18th through 30th. A total of 287 trains are to be added to meet the expected high demand over the week-long Lunar New Year holiday. The holiday begins on Friday, January 20th. In international news, North Korea says it has test-fired a satellite in an important final-stage test for the development of its first spy satellite. The North State Media says today the test was done to assess the satellite's photography and data transmission systems. It also released black-and-white photos showing Seoul and another South Korean city as seen from space, in an apparent attempt to show the North is pushing to monitor its rival with advancing technologies. A security analyst says the images weren't so impressive for military reconnaissance, but that improvements in the North's capabilities were expected. Meanwhile, the White House's COVID-19 coordinator says there's been a substantial increase in cases and hospitalizations since Thanksgiving. The AP's Julie Walker reports. 
Dr. Ashish Jha says the jump in COVID cases and hospitalizations is about 40 percent and adds to the increasing numbers of flu and RSV. We're not totally surprised by this, right, because we've seen increases each of the last two winters. And then what else is happening? In colder, uh, drier air, the virus spreads more efficiently. Jha also says on ABC This Week with George Stephanopoulos, people will be better protected for holiday gatherings with the updated vaccines and boosters, which he recommends for anyone who has not gotten a shot in the last six months. He also addressed the reports of shortages for children's medicine like amoxicillin, saying while manufacturing and supply is good, demand is unprecedented in some areas. I'm Julie Walker. The executive director of the United Nations World Food Program says he will step down at the end of a six-year term, heading the world's largest humanitarian organization. David Beasley served one term as South Carolina's governor from 1995 to 1999. He was appointed to the U.N. post in 2017 by then-U.S. President Donald Trump. Beasley's term was extended under the Biden administration for an extra year. The World Food Program won the Nobel Peace Prize in 2020 for fighting hunger. Beasley says the process to select his successor has already begun. And that was the ICRT News. Check in again tomorrow for our simplified version of the news, uploaded every day in the afternoon. Enjoy the rest of your day. I'm Nancy Sun. Hey there. I hope you've enjoyed today's episode. If you'd like to hear more from ICRT, you can check out our other podcasts. We've got Taiwan Talk, where we chat with a new guest every Monday. Taiwan This Week, a roundup of the news in Taiwan every Friday, and English in the News, for useful English expressions explained in Chinese. For some lighter news in both English and Chinese, check out News Bites and News for Kids. And if you enjoy them, tell a friend. Thanks for listening.